this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. The dicks are kind of gross sometimes, like with the like the veins. But like, it's not. If it was just that like long cylinder thing, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> hey guys, coming at you live from a storage room inside a storage room, on a set that looks like your dad's basement. It's Don't Mess with Christine Sadelko on Castbox, produced alongside Studio Seventy One. If you haven't heard of CastBox, it is one of the fastest growing new podcast apps on the market. It's available for iOS and Android. And you can listen to Don't Mess uh, on your other podcast platforms, but I hope that you give CastBox a try. I think it's a really great app. You can find all of your favorite podcasts on there, including, hopefully, mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey guys, welcome uh, back to another episode, the second episode of the newly reformed Don't Mess with Chris and Christine. We already are finishing each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> oh my god. So, so Frozen. Uh, Anybody like Frozen here? I've never seen it. <laughs> I've seen it once. It's actually not good. Um, Speaking <sighs> of children movies. Yeah. Today we have a sexologist. <laughs> oh wow, that was needs I know, quite, work. I know. Needs I'd, work. I uh, I kind of just took the reins. Yeah, well, the, the part of the new format is that we're not just uh, interviewing YouTubers anymore. Yep. Uh, because being YouTubers, we know firsthand. We how don't want to talk to them. <laughs> they're not. We're not interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's turns like, out we all say the same shit. <laughs> yeah, we all are literally clones of each other. Um, so we want to. So we want to really just dive in and see what other kind of people are out there you know we are surrounded by just so many internet people and yeah there are like so many genres of the internet that aren't just like mainstream youtube genres of like life too yeah. it's just like jobs you don't even think about yeah you're like wow you get paid money to do that yeah you get paid money to t- talk about sex this is is this true it's true wow I, am i here i wasn't sure if i'm yeah, not supposed yeah. to be here you know, yet we're still figuring everything yeah, out like, under a here. blanket right now <laughs> You're like yeah. hiding, yeah. Um, All right, you are back free in, to speak. Back, back to the corner. <laughs> yes, we have a sexologist here, which we don't know what that means, but we will find out soon. What do you think that means, Christine? Well, first her name is Shannon Booty. No, Boudre, I think. Well, which would you prefer? This is why we did booty, so we would just avoid all this. Yeah. It's easy. It's just sham booty. That's it. And then it. it's like, oh, booty, Is it booty sex. with a D or a T? A D. Gotcha. Because Boudram. The D is in the booty. Got right, it. Right, you got oh. it. We I see this. your vision. Thank you. Wow, what a poet. Anyway, um, Christine, what do you think a sexologist is? Uh, I think sex is disgusting. No, uh, well, I kind of do, actually. Well, um, yeah. I, well I, I think it's like, um, well, you know, they prescribe Viagra. <laughs> is Viagra over the counter? Is Viagra over the counter? You can buy it at some Seven Elevens. Yeah, no, certain version. I love how you said. Oh seven. yeah, those like those like pills are like big oh, boner, so. horse <laughs> pill, and it's like you should go to a doctor. Gotcha. Oh, you should go to. Wow, a we're already 7-11. learning so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, so why don't you just tell us like a brief? Well, 
not brief because we need to fill time. Yeah. A uh, description of what it is to be a sexologist. Well, I'll keep it brief. A uh, sexologist is to sex as a nutritionist is to sex. Uh, nu- to food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're having a mul- You have a. Um, it's the study of sex as it relates to psychology, biology, criminology, sociology, essentially. So we you're just- like a scientist. Well, we Kinda. just, it's uh, in how sex relates to the world, right? Wow. There's different, like nutritionists, you could be, have a focus in different areas. So some people are disabled sexuality, some people are sexual dysfunction, some people are women in sexual pleasure. Anal. Right, you know, you could be anal, you could be the butt bead sexologist. Shannon um, Booty. Right, that that would be, that would be great branding. But you we're just not, yeah. threw so much at us, I don't even know what that means. Well, I think about it the same way. Like nutritionists, you know, they can work in a variety of different places. They can have different amounts of specialties. And sexologists is the same thing. So before you go to a sexologist, you should probably ask what their discipline is or what they're really good at talking about. What do okay. people go to sexologists for? If you have a sexual dysfunction, um, if what you, is a sexual dysfunction? Like pedi- We're gonna break it all pedophile? the way down like a because pedophile? I that's a no, that's like more like a paraphilia, um, which is like a sexual desire that's not ethical. But a sexual dysfunction is like you can't get hard or oh, like, low uh, like, like whiskey dick. Yeah. literally the Got word it. dysfunction. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that would take prior knowledge of vocabulary. Words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotcha. It's amazing what happens when you graduate college, <laughs> yeah. Christine. I got a thirty on my ACT. Congratulations. And I it gu- doesn't show. I guessed on all the science questions. I like I looked and I knew I guessed on every single one and I got it and I got I did really well and I was like that is literally luck. You blew me away this morning. What did I do? What was that term that you used to describe um, dominant genes in biology? Oh, a Punnett Punnet square. square. That's just cuz I have a good memory. What did you get on your SATs or ACTs? I'm from Canada. But oh, okay. I did you take an SAT. I did. I did. I can't pants. remember my score. I think it was 16. Well, Is that good? What did you get or... on the maple leaf test? We don't have those in Canada. Okay, we just don't do <laughs> that, right? Testing, yeah. It's about how good of a person you are. I'm oh. watching Handmaid's Tale in Canada as the good place, so I can't even fucking hate on you right now. I'm watching The Good Place. And Canada's also the good place. <laughs> in um, Should we move to Canada? Anyway, oh my God. So, Butt beads moving to Canada and yeah, sexual we're really dysfunction. Yeah, hitting everything. Anal, 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 anal. Anyway, um, so what's oh? I think we should talk about you. Yeah. How? So I want to know more about your book. How did you get into this? Is there? Did you get a degree for this? What's that degree called? Where'd you go? What's it like in Canada? All yeah. these things. <laughs> so I started out just um, I was naturally attracted to sexuality at a very young age. And so do you I, remember? I do remember. My first sexual experience was like age five. What? With um a pillow, but it was oh myself my and a pillow and my friend and her pillow, and we were like. Wow, I was like, I do this, this to your pillow, do that to your pillow. And I had an incredible time with it. Wait, and how she did you went, know all of that, though? I don't know. I, just, I remember it. But I remember it most vividly because she went and told the next day. Then we got in trouble. <gasps> and then after that, my Barbies were banned from being naked. And this, like, natural, beautiful curiosity that I had was, like, super suppressed. I come Which from Which probably made you want it more. Well, it made me find seedy outlets to learn about it. Interesting. So I grew up learning about sex through porn, through, like, romance novels and like Gossip Girl massively influenced oh, my ideas of sexuality. Gossip Girl, Still never seen Chuck it. and Blair, oh my God. And it was just, obviously I had a really shitty teen sex life. And so when I turned 19, I'm like, this can't be it. This is crap. And I love this aspect of myself and I was really fascinated by it, but I've been nothing but disappointed. And so I got a library card, started learning everything I could over the summer. And I was like, yo, this is great information, but it's so fucking boring. 
I'm like, in essence, sex ed is bad sex, right? It's slow, it's predictable, it's dry, it's monotonous. Like, there's no fun, there's no excitement, there's no, it's not wet, it's dry as fuck. So that's when I was like, I want this to be my wet. thing. Oh. I want it to be wet, but I want to be the one to make it wet. So I wrote a book at that oh my time. Oh God, you, do you just have like the most kick-ass Insta bios and shit? Like, just trying to make it wet. Like, Right, fuck. I should. I have all these cool, it's, it's sex is, that's the thing about it as well too, is that like, you know, to your point, you guys said you thought I would be like a, Older, very like yeah, cardigan I don't know what wearing, that says about me, staunching but... Vigi, but that's the vision we have of a sex educator. True. Yeah, that should be. Oh my God, you're literally my third eye is, and by my third eye, I mean my butthole is wide open. Oh wow. Whoa. Took it too far, Christine. I, yeah, you know, carry on. Sorry. I hope your car ride to work this morning has been sad. <laughs> oh, the people listening. Yeah, and I, was like, uh, I always forget that this ends up coming through somebody's speakers. Yeah, I wonder like what the you weirdest like, situation that someone's listened to our podcast in. Hopefully, while having sex. Well, hopefully, this episode will make you horny. Yeah, oh. and you have a nice voice. Like, for, do you do you like? So do you? Uh, is being a sexologist like? Can you work from home? Do you talk over the phone? Yeah, do you so have an office? Like, there is a variety of different ways you could work. Like, I, like I, say, I said, some sexologists work for pharmaceutical companies. Some of them work for school boards. They write private curriculum. Some of them do one-on-one um, counseling. And so I work mostly in the media. So I started out when I was like 19 years old. I wrote a book called Laid. And after you wrote that, a book at 19. I did. Were you like an established YouTuber? What was going I on? I, even I didn't read an have. Oh my god, you got a book deal just the old-fashioned way. Yeah, and it took wow. four years. I started at 19. She I didn't get incredible. published until I was 24. So it took a lot of years. I'm 24 right now. Do it. You no. Could, no, you could have a book tomorrow. Publish your book, Christine. <laughs> I'm working on this fan fiction, and it is really good. I gotta say, it's um. <laughs> Uh, Harry Draco fan fiction. This is the first thing I thought of. I don't really read fan fiction. Anyway, have I was you, so buying this. Have you, ever, have you ever read fan fiction? I don't think I have read fan fiction. Interesting. I anyway. had a friend send. I have a friend's younger sister that's like really into it, and I'm like, what? And I feel like I would have gotten into it if I knew what it was at the right time. Like if I was at the right age to like find it. But now I just think I'm like past a certain threshold where it's just I don't have. I just doesn't interest me. And she sent me some, and they're just literally all about like sex. They're literally all like well, relationships yeah, or I sex. I think that's what the point of it is. I thought it was like to like an extended episode. Like I watch like West Wing. I'm like, is there West Wing fan fiction where they like fan write an episode? So and they're like Honey, there is, but right like, oh, but like, but it's like mostly like, oh, they have sex. Yeah, it's like they open the. Anyway, we keep asking you questions. Well, it's and all then the going, fantasies I'm... that you have that you would have with that. Yeah, I'm like so curious to learn about fan you. Like, oh I'm... yeah, asexuality. I'm. I want to learn more. Well, did you experience that? You know those years of like complete fandomonian. Like, did you have a crush that you were obsessed with and? Not obsessed. I had a bunch. I found an old scrapbook that I was said, just about I love to boys. Say. Um, I liked Backstreet Boys a lot. Um, I liked Jesse like McCartney. You like a pretty horny preteen girl. But I wasn't like horny. I just like, I just like thought they were cute. I just liked looking at them. They're just cute. Um, and then I was in college and like all my friends were starting to have all this relationship drama or like hooking up with guys or because it's college, right? Yeah. And I was like, you were I'm, so exhausted I'm sitting down that, and I'm I like, feel. I've literally never felt sexually aroused. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I feel like by I'm like twenty to twenty, you know, twenty. Was that the first time you realized that? Yeah, it was. It was like sophomore year of college, and I was like, I'm twenty, and I've never. I don't know what it feels like to be like I'm horny. 
you wow. know? And so I like was my friend was like, Yeah, maybe look it up. She's like, um, asexuality I've heard is, is a thing and I was like, What's <laughs> Have that? Have you heard of asexuality? <laughs> I highly recommend yeah, it's it. Like a, it's like a life She's, insurance yeah. commercial. It's like I can't afford to yeah. pay all these premiums. Well, have you heard of asexuality? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It sounds like a weird And so I looked it up and cult. I was like, Oh, maybe that's me because I don't um want to have sex. I don't feel aroused, like I don't I don't think that genitals are appealing at all, or like bodies. I like guys' faces. Like if like what do you I think like, of my face. I think it's very beautiful, and I'm very horny for your face. Um, yeah, so hmm. it's just weird. And I also like I don't know if it's just because I'm a prude, but I think the act of sex is just gross to me because it's like you pee out of there. The sounds it makes, like the like it's just like someone oh, is like, inside of you. <laughs> like that's so. I don't know if it's like a maturity thing or if I just literally will always think it's gross. I don't judge anyone that has it. Like I get it. It must feel pretty good it's if you put you're up here. with that. It's Right. You gotta yeah. give it some props. Well, yeah. Aren't we the only like species that has sex for pleasure or like one of the only? I mean, I, I feel... think like bonobos do. I well, think like yeah, dolphins. I feel like bonobos? Fuck a lot. What the fuck it's like is one that? of the monk. I might even. It's one of the monkeys that like they specifically and the women are known to have women. Um, humans are the only ones to have a clitoris, which is like an organ that's only function is sexual pleasure. Oh, and so really? we are the only ones who have that. Oh, yeah. One time, uh, this, I don't know if this is too much. I don't care. I tried to masturbate in college. Yep, here it is, guys. I, I didn't, I don't think I did it right because I knew I had heard of a clit and I was like, oh, okay, like that's probably what you need to like touch, right? Um, I started tapping at it like a microphone. Yeah, it didn't. Some work. people like a tap. It didn't work. It didn't work. And then I totally, I told a friend actually not that long ago about that, and she was like, "No, you're supposed to like, rub like it. rub it." And I was like, "Oh," but then I was like, "I don't, I don't want to." <laughs> like it's like gross down there. It's like damp and weird, <laughs> you know. Vaginas are really gross. They're lovely, but. To me, they're gross. To you, they're gross. Yeah. And that's, I think that's so you're incredibly. Valid, you're yeah. so valid. I know. You're so valid. My validity, I just feel my, the validity flowing through me right yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. How um, much happier were you when you were like, this is the word that describes all of the things that I didn't know how to put into a word? At first, really, really, not really happy, but like relieved. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I have something to call myself. People ask, you know. Um, I also like had a thing where like I thought I was a lesbian because I, <laughs> I kind of like uh, I feel stereotypically. Like you almost- Felt like act you... like a le- like I don't I dress like um well I guess a certain type of lesbian like I know it's a stereotype whatever because I know there's lesbians who are femme and whatnot whatever they're called like they you know dress up girly or whatever yeah but like I don't put a lot of effort you know I wear I wear Birkenstocks you know and I was like well I mean like if I act like it maybe I do and like for like a week I seriously considered I was like am I like try to think like you're a lesbian and then I was like well I guess girls are are pretty I mean yeah and, but then I'm like and then I got like okay well. Would I kiss one? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really think so. And then I was like, well, would you like touch a vagina? I was like, definitely not. <laughs> Christine's driving the other way. She's like booked yeah, it out yeah, of town by like, that question. And then I was just like, I just really am not. So then, and this was when I found out I was asexual. This was like after I had just been like, okay, maybe I'm really not. And so I was like, well, I guess what am I? And so I found it. And I was like, oh, cool. And then, but now it's just kind of like. Because it's asexuality, it's like a lack of sexuality, basically. It's such a non-factor in my life that I don't think about it. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, and I'm, it makes me like accidentally really insensitive to people like in relationships or like having sex drama and stuff because I don't know what the fuck to say. I'm like, yeah, I've definitely I'm like, I'm learned like, don't... that I don't go to you for certain things. Yeah. But hey, that is fine. Yeah. Like not all friends can give you everything. Yeah. Anyway, that's my life story. I love that. That's so awesome. And it's beautiful that you're a visible 
celebrity who's now taking this label and said like look and this has been consistently how i felt and it's yeah. nothing and i have an incredible life i'm wondering if you might even, even better be because i don't worry about i'm never like yeah i've oh, had so much does this stri- guy like me oh like oh am i good and flirting bad? at the bar yeah like, i don't like have to like i'm just like literally strictly on this earth to have fun <laughs> like you know get it barbie yes so that's what i mean like I, there's a spectrum because there's, there's gray sexual then there's demisexual Whoa. then there's a what's gray gray yeah. is like in when a you're very obsessed with 50 shades me too close <laughs> close um it's like it's just super rare occasions like there is one person the one backstreet boy nick like that is the only person that you've ever oh, felt so i could be that and just oh haven't God. met that person you well, if you haven't met the I'm person, I would right identify here. as Jesus A probably Christ. and say yeah. that yeah. Cause but, like, but then again, like it's like I don't I don't think like I guess I technically had to come out and I know it is part of LGBT whatever, but I don't really feel like that because and it, it's sad but it's true. People are much more willing to accept the fact that you don't want to have sex with anyone than have sex with another gender. Yeah, interesting. You know that's what I found. People are confused by it, and honestly, so am I still. I don't really you know, but like. I feel like I didn't feel like I had to. I didn't feel like a coming out. You know, I didn't feel like oh, people are gonna you know think like, of me differently. Yeah, because I yeah. So yeah, I don't really so identify. So it's like I guess I'm I'm technically part of like, but I don't feel like I'm. I am just just me personally. I'm not saying all asexuals aren't part of LGBT like community or whatever. Yeah. Just for me, it wasn't that hard because because you're just associating like, like some type of feeling of disconnect with lgbqt like if yeah. you like you're you feel othered you feel like that's like an otherness yeah but not in like a bad way i'm not like oh i wish i was part of the community or i'm i, I could it's be just if a I non-factor to. for you yeah I think. it's just because it's no no sexuality i just never think about sex so it's yeah, just like so it does you're just a person yeah i just Which i was like in the gay be, bars yeah do so you still sure. want romance or like a a connection that's slightly different than a friend that maybe has a bit more romantic implications to it without any physicality i think i might be starting to Ooh. but still like hard no right now like i'm starting to lose a little bit of weight and i'm definitely not like confident in like how i look yet but like i feel it i feel like i feel like maybe as i get more confident in how i look i can start thinking of myself or like start believing that oh someone else might actually want to be you know romantic with mm-hmm. me i think maybe I remember when I lost weight, I definitely like had such a different way of like exuding like my my what is it my mojo my mojo yeah like I was just so much more confident and like yeah I don't just like more willing to like put myself out there I guess yeah I think I'm definitely maturing and losing weight at the same time yeah so I I definitely wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I in the next year so or so exciting. whatever but. I also hate being like intimate. Like it's really weird. Yes. But I don't know if that's tied to me not liking how I look or not, you know, whatever. Or like immaturity or whatever. I don't, yeah. So. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that like asexuality is not a matter of, it's not a dysfunction, one. And two, it isn't. It's not like I a don't, pit stop or it's something. It's not a lack of self-confidence. It is, you genuinely don't get aroused. You don't have a desire to touch yourself. You don't have a desire to, you don't watch porn and fantasize that could be you. Some asexual people actually do watch porn and do experience arousal, but at the same time, that like they don't have the, physical need to make that into an action for themselves. Right. So I think that you have the exact right label for yourself. Okay. You yeah. Don't want to flick the bean. <laughs> not interested in having yes, anybody. I've heard that. I've yeah. Heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I love that you just said flick the bean on this podcast. A little bit of DJing down there. Yes, DJ Kitty. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, what else do you call it? You know what? This is the worst. Because I, I maybe I would have had more, but now I'm on the spot, so it's all dried oh, up. 
That's how it goes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm pushing my pushing Sorry, just let's just get it happened. damp. Let's get back to convo. We'll <laughs> dampen you up downstairs. Yeah, um, I, I, what I, is... I want to talk about your bisexuality because I feel bad because when I'm like, ta- I know he's bi, right? And well, like, I don't, but sometimes like... in senses, I'll just say gay because I just, you know what I mean? Because like, he is part gay because he likes, but then I'm like, and then I see on Twitter like, oh, like bisexual erasure or whatever and I feel bad because like no but like I don't even consider myself bi I just consider myself like a person who's just like this sounds selfish but like I'm just living my life doing things I want to do and if I see somebody and you know like I feel like I have a really good sense of like people's first impressions and like getting an idea if this person is um, you know, someone I want to pursue or whatnot. And I don't care who it is. You know, I care more, I guess, about the personal relationship and all of that. But I guess we can get into that after. Well, you're describing pansexuality. Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about that after because we have to take yeah, a break we, for an ad. We have to take a break for an ad. Cha-ching! <laughs> Today, the show is sponsored by FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box that delivers full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. The FabFitFun Fall Box is now on pre-sale. Boxes start shipping August 20th, so reserve the highly anticipated Fall Box today, folks. FabFitFun boxes are delivered four times a year for just $49.99 a box. Um, a lot of times, uh, just one of the product's retail value is more than the cost of the entire box. For example, every box will include two Glam Glow bubble sheet masks for you and your bestie to use on your girls' night in. Put them on your face. I used them. They bubble. They sound like pop rocks. And my face feels like a baby. And a beauty blender in Pro Original Chill Pop Bubble Glow Royal Apricot or Nude. All members can choose between the Vince Camuto Luck Tote in black or desert red, parentheses, retail value of $128. Or you can pick the Crown Brush six-piece brush set in silver or black, which, another parentheses, retails for $75. And parentheses, because that's how parentheses work, the more you know. There are also memberships with FabFitFun, where on top of getting such great products for incredible value in the box, FabFitFun members also get access to exclusive sales from all the amazing brands that FabFitFun partners with at a really great deal, like up to 70% off kind of good. Yeah, just saying. Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall box. The FabFitFun fall box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. So use our code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Again, use promo code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use our code MESS to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home, or just chat about life. 
There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of a traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Christine and use the code Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, to get $45 off your first month and show your support for Don't Mess. Again, go to Talkspace.com slash Christine and use the code Christine to get $45 off your first month. guys, I want to talk to you today about Tomboy X. Uh, they're a clothing company that sells underwear. They sent me some new sports bras uh, in the mail, and I just tried them on the other day, and they're super comfortable, and I hate shopping for bras, so it's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. They have bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, boy shorts, bras in every color, and they have sizes extra small to 4XL. Regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, uh, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. So go to TomboyX.com slash Don't Mess and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And Don't Mess listeners get an extra 15% off with code Don't Mess. Again, code Don't Mess, D-O-N-T-M-E-S-S, no spaces, for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash Don't Mess. Again, code don't mess, D-O-N-T-M-E-S-S, no spaces, for an extra 15% off. So before the break, we were just talking about how I don't really, I guess... You, you say bisexual, but like you don't It's just because really... I guess that's, you need to put a label on it. Well, you seem to me, and this is just how like I think, you, like, like this is what I think, is like you seem like you... Have you? I think you do have a genuine attraction to, to women because you yeah. pointed out like, oh, she's hot. like when we saw her, she's like, oh, oh my she's god, hot. yeah, guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, Shannon you, is like yeah. stunning. No, by the way, very, very not pretty. not to like hit on you on the, that turned really Please weird, but it. like, guys, her eyes are insane. Yeah, but I think and you might hair, have a romantic oh, wow. attraction to guys and sexual. I think it's easier for me to talk to guys yeah. because it's like I already know how my body works, and it's like, I guess it's just easier, but. I, to me, it's like, I don't really care. It's more about like, who do I feel most myself with? So that might not be bisexuality. Yeah, so I don't even know what I am. I'm just trying to fucking get through each day. That's See, I right don't even thing. know this. This yeah. is great. I didn't know I you felt like I don't like really this. talk about it. Because yeah. to me, it's not, it shouldn't, like, it. to me, it doesn't feel like it should be a defining factor. Like, I understand Pride Month and all, but like, for me, it's just like why, like we should all just be able to one day be like, oh, I slept with this person. Oh, I slept, and it's just like I bet that's again a whole ideal world, but that's just like how I kind of go about it. I don't really care. And then if they're and but then if they're say like I get into new territory and I'm like, oh, don't like that, and so it's like I know, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like starting broad and fine-tuning as I go. I think it's the right way to do it. Um, are you familiar Thank with, you. with the Kinsey Thank scale? You. 
No, what the is it? Oh, yeah, I saw that on Tumblr. Yeah, it's a wonderful oh, way of I've, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> of thinking of sexual orientation as a spectrum. Yeah, oh, so I'm on the spe- I'm on multiple spectrums. So it's not you have to choose a label necessarily because you could be you know strictly heterosexual but incidentally homosexual. That wouldn't make you. What the bo- hell does that mean? So maybe you just make out once in a while with someone of the same gotcha. sex. Maybe you've had a sexual relationship once before, but your natural like everyday desires would probably be someone of the opposite sex or the other end of the spectrum. You could be um, majority homosexual and then occasionally heterosexual. Maybe you've had a relationship before with somebody of the opposite sex, but most of the time you're with someone of the same sex. So it's a nicer way of thinking about it. And you're supposed to rate yourself in the Kinsey scale. It goes from X, which is asexual, up to six. And you should rate yourself X both. X to six? Yes. So it goes from Solve letters to X. numbers. So Solve X, zero X. would be heterosexual. <laughs> Six would be homosexual, three would be bisexual or pansexual, and X What's X the difference be between bisexual and pansexual? Pansexual can be attracted to people who are um, transgender. So you could be trans- attracted to a transgender man or transgender oh. woman. So it's like literally anyone. Anyone. Like yeah, people you, that have no gender. People this is going to sound stupid, but I don't mind asking the stupid questions because I genuinely want to learn. Is being a man and being a trans man two separate things? Like is are those two genders? Yes, I would say they're like because they're they're maybe two genders, maybe not two sexes. I mean, oh, but it's a, sex and gender. Because sex is the strictly the genitals. Gen- yes, yeah. gender is like the, what you identify. Yeah, and, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. So if you're a post-op and you have the exact same genital makeup, then you might be the so same sex. So I guess sex. it just comes down to what people identify. Honestly, watch Miles McKenna McKenna's videos. He talks about it a lot. I Miles really is do. so good. Yeah. I Well, yeah, I'm friends with him. And that's why I just always am so... Because I, I want people to... I never want to make people feel uncomfortable, but I always... I was telling Christine the other day, I feel like we grew up at such an interestingly pivotal time where we grew up where things were so not PC. And then, like... And same with, like, technology and everything, with just this abundance of sharing and knowledge and everything. Yeah, like, we knew the before, yeah, and we then we've the lived before, through the and transition. So, like, I'm obviously very aware and, like, quote, woke. Um, but, like, there's still things that I don't necessarily understand when like well it's natural because if you don't if you people are naturally selfish so you only really understand your own experience and i'm trying to figure out my own experience so it's like you know there's things that happen that you don't even think about yeah so i want like just and that's why i'm excited about this podcast just to just ask the questions that like people can be so afraid of don't mess asking asking the questions you want to know every two friday when when do we (laughs) (laughs) fridays yeah fridays (laughs) um but yeah so I guess that's just because what? Yeah. Huh. I think a healthy way of looking at it, too, is that labels really aren't for you. Right. Labels are a fast way to describe a complex system. Yeah. So if you go to a grocery I, store, it's like why avocado. I, hate them, I think so much. But you still got to pick up the avocados and see which one is the ripeness that you want, which one is the size. There's a variance different. Avocado is like a label, but essentially each one has its own unique makeup, right? And so a label should never be for you, right? Because you define yourself by a complex network of experiences and ideas and thoughts that you have. And the label's just the fast thing you slap on so other people can understand it as quick as possible. 
Wow. Took a Band-Aid on a balloon. Little, you know what I mean? You just kind of just put it out there. <laughs> water beautiful. bottle. Yeah. I also, but if we want to get into so it. LA, the avocado. Yeah, I was right. thinking oh, yes, that. The, the, the avocado effect. I, I assume you have. Uh... That's the avocado toast effect. <laughs> yeah. That's the <laughs> avocado toast effect. I don't like avocado. I don't, it's, yeah, I, I don't like, like the texture. What about in combination with things? She doesn't like avocado. I, I like guacamole, but that's because of the onion and the, like, but I don't like, like, She doesn't like avocado. avocado. She doesn't like cinnamon. Like, there's a lot. No, I like cinnamon. I'm allergic to cinnamon. I could die. Fucking Asshole. I don't care. I know. Me Eat either. cinnamon. I know. I do. I don't either. <laughs> I do. No, I do care. Don't. Yeah. Don't play. Okay. Um. So I wrote a book, yeah. and then I went to University of Toronto, which is in Canada. They had a sex education. Wait, wait, wait. I. You you just brushed over that you wrote a book. What like. At 19, you wrote a book. Well, I wrote a book at 19 and got published at 24. It just took. I didn't have a following or any type but of back. Your book it took a was long done time. at 19. I finished it probably 2022, 20, but I had to rewrite it a bunch of times. Gotcha. So okay. I started I at 19. You brushed over it like you were like, oh, I sat down and wrote a book, and then I went to college, and I was like, wait, what? Got it. It's okay. kind of all in a, in a mix of things together. Jesus. And it was like after that, yeah, I got a sex education counselor certification, and so I worked at University of Toronto for a number of years just with students coming in, asking questions. Then when I moved to California, there's a school in San Francisco called the Institute for Advanced Study of Human Sexuality. And then I got an associate in sex um, education there. And then I got certified as a sexologist there. So I've been working in the space of sexuality. And the, the biggest education I get is stuff like this. It's listening to other people's experience. And it's making it known that I talk about sex for a living, which allows people to be like, oh, my gosh, here's my thing. Here's my story. Yeah, I want to, like, tell you everything and so be I'm like, s- diagnose me, please. Right, but it's wonderful because I learned from you. Like, I was fascinated to come today to learn all about asexuality yeah. from you. So well, I think... Well, not all about <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's weird for me well, that I, I like am it, but I, I still don't know a lot that's, about it. Yeah, I feel like both of us are, like... Not, because it just doesn't matter to yeah, us. Yeah, it and, doesn't but in matter. Ways. Exactly. Same. We are the same, but different is the theme of this podcast. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> really nice. Symbiotic planet squares. What? What is the craziest thing somebody has come to you about? Like, Or is that rude to, to yeah, talk well, about? Well, you don't have to give their name. You don't yeah. have to. Just like, like what... What's a here? Okay, here's what I want to ask. What's a typical thing somebody comes to you for? And what's like something... That someone's come to you for and you necessarily didn't know well, how well, to handle. She's not like she does like she's like does outreach like like media like YouTube and stuff. She yes. have like, a, like she's not like a I doctor. I have a one on one service. Oh, do you? Okay. I do. Yeah, that's like that's kind of a, almost in response to, but I look at myself as a middle person for a lot of people. Gotcha. Like you're a, an entry. So you're like point. a travel agent for sex. I honestly almost. refer to myself as the Walmart greeter of sex ed. I love that. And that Another really job is particularly had by old people. Yep. Yes. And then you go. you're surprised when they're stunningly hot. Yeah, but at the front of the store, just yeah. cleavage out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You guys are, okay. You have a vision. You guys have a thing going here. The Christine, um, clear the table. <laughs> one of the courses that we did, I think everyone should do in school, was called SAR, which is like Sexual Attitude Readjustment. And oh. they, it's a 40 hour course. They just make you watch a bunch of porn, listen oh. to a bunch of things that people like. That sounds sticky. And so you do. Like I, I watched one of the t- tapes we watched was about cutting people who enjoy making small cuts in each other's genitals, and that's a turn-on for them. But it feels that way, but once you watch it and you see how happy they are to have found each other, because you're like, how how do you even introduce you that version? You do. Nope, not happy. Okay, that's a horror movie. That's I've, just a horror my movie, in my opinion, watch, right? Not made me, like I agreed to it, watch porn for a video, and it was funny. I, I, I don't, this isn't. I don't know if I'm just like was being dramatic. I genuinely felt sick to my stomach. I remember when my friend in health class 
she it was like the first time they like it was like the the movie one where you watch the movie and she had left to go to the nurse because she I, felt sick. I really thought I was gonna throw up on one of them because it was like the noises and it was I was just like, I Wait. is that nor is like is that just because I'm I'm so like I need that class or is it just well you don't need the class because well, you're I mean, not putting yourself in a position where if someone came up to you and they're like hey well hey Christine oh, yeah. I enjoy fisting you're like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I can't have that reaction to people so oh that's right it's a class for. To be like okay, gotcha. So you expose I thought it like, yourself. Like, I thought it was like well, a sex ed class, like high good school. For everyone, in a sense, because you do get such an appreciation for the different ways yeah. people find joy. And as long as it's consensual, I'd be, I'd be down to like hear about like same. testimonials. Same. I'd be down for. I don't think I can but, handle seeing like, the blood. Like to physically watch Ooh. it, I don't think I could. Like that. The yeah. blood is what freaks me out. Well, I should just send you guys a bunch of videos. Just like no. peruse. She's like, like, she sends us porn. I just said <laughs> I don't want to see the blood. Right. You're like, all right, I have a playlist on YouTube for you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, not YouTube, like Pornhub, probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This well, is... Erica Lust, I'm going to plug her right now. She's a really great porn filmmaker, and she makes mostly feminist-based porn. So it's she's a woman. She makes it with a woman cast, but it's more filmmaking-based than like it is. Plot? There's yeah, like there's, a, well, there's like a story, oh, and it could I be real it. sometimes too. Oh. She usually gets people who actually want to do that. But is there it like are... call me by your name? But like if they like actually showed the there sex. was more straight sex in that movie than there was gay sex. Was there? Yeah, I feel like I saw more boob than. I, well, I guess you can't see dick. Yeah, it was kind of boring too. Oh, I like that. It was really good acting, but it was just too boring for me. Anyway, um, she's a filmmaker. Yes. Who does Erica Lust? Erica Lust. So they're like feature films almost, but like little shorts, but oh. they're. You know, they have a story. Beautiful. They're beautifully oh, shot. I love that. And the, the focus is less about, like, because porn usually reflects the society's attitude about sex. Yeah. And so in America, we are ashamed. It's kind of this weird dichotomy of, like, over-sexualization of it, but then also, like, deep repression from, like, the Christianity. Yeah. And so our porn is bigger than life. It's bigger boobs than usual, bigger dicks than usual, bigger sounds, because if we saw ourselves, we would feel uncomfortable. Why are the sounds so big? Because it's supposed to be Ugh. a comic exaggeration so that when I you're guess. watching it, you don't feel guilty. But in places like Thailand, where like nakedness is, is comfortable, like there's a lot less of a staunchy attitude about sex, their porn looks like them, like real people, because people want to watch and feel connected, and they don't feel that sense of shame. But here, it's just that separation that we have. That's why we're, our porn looks... Like Insane. a comic book, right? Wow, See, the moans don't thought... bother me. The sounds, like the actual physical sounds. Some of the sounds can be really genitals, like rubbing or slapping or. But whatever. also, some of these people's moaning—it's so bad. I hate it's the like, sound of kissing. <laughs> I hate... It's like what is that? Yeah, or like when they like like tongue kiss and they get like in TV shows if they like oh, you know how yeah. someone's all enhanced the sound. Right now. I yeah. remember and, on and, an episode of The Hills oh. when Kristen Cavallari was kissing some dude in Costa Rica or something and. Oh, it was like I just can't understand ugh. why you would want someone else's body parts inside of you. Tongue, penis, That's finger. Valid. You're valid, Christine. I know, I just but it's so <laughs> I it's know, so but weird I'm that it's like sex is normal and like we need it to reproduce and it's so so many people have it for pleasure. And I just don't even understand why you would even want it in the first it's just weird that I like Yeah. It just seems so weird to me and it's and it's not weird, but I just like I just guess I like overthink it where I'm just like the your you pee here and it's in me, ew. I don't well, know. Well, that's not all happening at this. I mean, it well, can, I know I, I don't guess. think he's gonna pee in me. Like I know that logically, <laughs> but like I also you... didn't know that a vagina had two holes until way too late. Oh, my mom was like, Christine, like I feel like I failed you as a mother. I mean, I literally <laughs> thought 
that a penis goes in the same hole you pee out of, oh. which is like physically impossible. Yeah, right. That's, but that's like ooh, I, I get the thought process because we yeah. only really see the penis, right? So right. that's the orifice that we understand. The penis itself, like I guess what they call it, like the shaft or whatever. That is what they it's call it. It's not like I attractive, guess. right? But it's not that bad. It's the balls to me that are so gross. They're like wrinkly and they just hang there. And like the dicks are kind of gross sometimes, like with the like the veins. But like it's not. If it was just that like long cylinder thing, I'd be like, oh, I'm like, I still don't want. <laughs> Like that touch it or have it in me, but like I'm not, I'm not like, oh my god, that's so gross. But you the, would just look at it. No, 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 I wouldn't go <laughs> out of my hard, way. Get you know, like, I still wouldn't go out of my way to like look. But like when I did see a penis, because I do see penises, like like people tweet porn on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like if it was, if what, balls what, didn't what, exist, I wouldn't be so grossed out. You wouldn't dicks. be here. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I just know, it was saying. Just a joke. Oh. Shut up. Okay, this is uh, just don't mess with Christine <laughs> Sadelko again. Well, anyway. that's what dogs, when they get neutered, right? They just cut off the sack. Yeah. So it's just the cylinder. Wait, but then how do they ha- have, do they? They still have sex, but they just don't come. Wait, then why do they? Oh. Then their sex, like, hormones are, like, greatly reduced. They hump things less as well, too. Yeah. But my dog fucking got his balls chopped off and still, I, th- I think, in fact, he got worse. Really? He is, like, a fucking pedophile. Well, he's but... probably pissed he took his fucking genitals. Well, you know what? <laughs> I... That's how the cookie fucking crumbled. We saved you from a pound, buddy. There's yeah, what I, more do you want me to do? Yeah, when I got a dog, I was like, here's the two things. Has to be a girl, don't want to accidentally touch a dick. The girl has to have tiny nipples, don't want to accidentally touch a saggy nipple. I almost got a dog with ju- like nipples dragging on the floor. <sighs> but, oh, I loved her. I don't know where she is now. Yeah, but... all dogs are great, but like some are definitely better than others. Where do, Where is this going? I don't know. Did you, you want to sa- say anything? Are you satisfied? I mean, with do you feel I'm satisfied here for you. with this? I'm not here for me. Ten, how I'm, I'm how loud six. would your orgasm be? You know what? Pretty, pretty quiet. Oh, but not because of that. Because I prefer to be a quiet orgasmer. Wow. So it really is the best orgasm possible. That was beautiful. I feel like we Shh. just. <laughs> oh my god! On that note, I, I do really wonder sometimes what an orgasm feels because like, it must be great Dude, if you put up with like the gross and like annoying incredible. like like inner relation personal relationship stuff to have it. Like I'm like no, I'm like I wish I kind of wish I like because I'm like it must be fucking awesome if you put up with Dude, all that bullshit. It is like, oh, how would you def- yeah, how would how you, you describe, describe an orgasm to Christine? It is a it is a series of fast contractions that. No, no, and no. You release need, into you need... <laughs> a wave of euphoria that you cannot reproduce on your own. It's ins- like you think you like getting high. Pfft. Whoa! Just... It's just really one of those things you can't like truly describe unless you feel. Yeah, it. yeah but some it's people like find it painful, body. or some people don't. Weird. So it's like it's not always for. It's not. In it. yeah. And I think once you've done it a few times, you're like, you know, what's also great chocolate, right? So you don't necessarily. Yeah. I would say that you're not missing out if you don't have the desire okay. for it. Cool. Have you, does knowing more about sex, does- Are you desensitized? Well, no. No, does knowing more about sex, do you feel help you in the bedroom? Like when, so when you're, like if I knew too much about something, I think I would freak out. Like overthink it? Yeah, I would overthink it completely. Like do you not, do you, uh, what the, like what? Do you do the do? I think the more that you know, the more you acknowledge how little you know. Because you're like, oh, I'm surprised all the time by people. I think one certain thing, like I met, um, I talked to two different men, like maybe three days apart. One guy was like, can we please do a PSA? No more hand jobs. Like, I'm not interested in it. He's like, I do my own hand jobs. I've been doing hand jobs since I was like, you know, 12 years old. I'm fucking over it. Please just don't give me a hand job. And the next (laughs) guy. Some people give really 
brutal hand jobs. Right. That's they what he was hurt. saying. He was like, I know this, and I just prefer a gamut of other activities. Yeah. I'd rather slide between your butt cheeks than get a hand job from you. The next guy that I met two days later was like, I like sex, I like oral, but the only thing that gets me off is a dry hand job. And so that's, that's I mean, there's cool no, they, yeah, they tell our you. producer right. just like cringed a whole lot, and so did I. My butthole just clenched so that. Dry hand it was job. that person's dick like sandpaper? I mean, I didn't see it, but well, yeah. But right. did he explain like it's rubbed down now? It's like oh, I thought you meant talking to like you were hooking up with them, but as a, but they came to you yeah, as a came, sexologist. Yeah. yeah, we're just yes. Gotcha. Because yeah. I because it's so they weird didn't to... come on her; they came to her. Gotcha, gotcha. Because yes. like, you know how <laughs> Big people say, Christine. "Oh, I'm talking to this guy." Oh, right. That's yeah, what yeah, I thought yeah. you meant. Okay, that makes so much more oh, sense. Oh, Christine, look at you. I know that. I was, it took me forever to get used to that. They're like people are like, "Yeah, I'm talking to this guy." I'm like. Okay, what are what is he saying? Like, I, I was like, and I finally, I'm like, oh, you're like seeing him. Oh, you want got his it. dick in your mouth? Got it, got it. Like you're talking to him. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so okay. that's like the closing statement. I think is that every there's so much different ways that people find pleasure, find joy, or find pleasure in not receiving pleasure. And so it's always better to ask. And I think the best sex expert is the one who was like. I don't know shit. I am a tourist, not a tour guide. I don't go in there with like tricks that I know are going to work for everyone because what might work great for one person may repulse the other. So that, I think being good at sex is acknowledging that there is a range of ways people can experience sexuality. And so never making an assumption, always asking. Wow. I feel like I learned so much today, more, and I'm retaining so little of it. Doesn't, shouldn't she be cast as Liza Koshy's older sister in something? Oh my god, I was thinking she. I've heard this before. I was yeah. thinking she looked like Liza Koshy this whole time, and then I was like, she should be her like older sister in like a in like a yes. YouTube red. Show. Oh my god, I've, this whole time, I, oh my god, I'm so happy you said something. Yeah, you saw something and you said something. Thank I sh- you. I, there's a bag. There's a bag. Oh, I no. don't know if I should joke about. No, bombings. we're going to the airport later too. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, safe this, flight. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. And then, do you want to promo the? Yeah. Ramp? So, so, so I feel like I learned a whole lot. Yeah, I. How do you feel? I feel. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, there was some like. Was it gross to you? No, because we didn't go into too much yeah. detail. Um, and I and I kind of feel bad. I think I said that's weird too much, and in, in like so a, ba- I. In a I bad way. I, I think I said I, ew and gross a yeah. lot, which made me feel bad because I don't obviously want people to feel bad about the things that. Like, yeah, because I truly bring don't, you joy. Like, I, if anything, I'm the weird one that like doesn't. You know what I no, mean? No, we're like, all fucking weird. That's the f- truth of it all. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. I I thought like um, she did a great job. I yeah, mean, oh my she's gosh. kind of annoying, but like she's okay, I guess. And yeah, like, I'm like, I think I called her like, pretty too much. Yeah, like, like she's I don't not want that it to go to pretty. Her head. Like yeah, she's like, like very middle of the yeah. road. <laughs> Just kidding. She's sitting right here, guys. Um, yeah. Um, and she's sitting here still. She hasn't left because we are filming a rant over on our YouTube channel for Don't Mess. And we are going to be ranting or raving, who knows, all about sex. So go be sure to check that out. Um, you can just find it on any of our Twitters. or. It's The channel is Don't Mess With Chris and Christine or Christine and Chris. I don't know. We're still figuring out this ordering. And maybe it will just always be fluid. Sexual fluidity is valid. Yeah. All right. Um, Where can people find you online? Or Shanbooty.com. Shanbooty.com. Booty with a D. Booty with booty, a D. Booty with the D in it. And on that note, goodbye. She wants a D. Okay. Um, <laughs> goodbye. Don't mess. Don't, 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 don't mess.